We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Derek and Cody, back for another episode, guys. And we are continuing right along in our series, diving into each of the position groups for the Indianapolis Colts heading up to the 2023 season. We are a couple weeks away from the start of training camp. And so with that, we are going to talk about a position, Derek, that Got a little bit of a makeover in some ways. Uh, it's kind of a, an interesting position, the wide receivers. You know, you had two guys, really three guys, uh, that are uh, probably going to play significant parts of this roster in certain ways uh, that are coming back from last year. You added a couple guys. You obviously lost a guy in free agency as well. Let's talk about the wide receiver position, Derek, because it's a very interesting position, a pretty young position, all things considered. And uh, lots of talent, and there's a lot of investment the Colts have had. It feels like from 2020 till now, the Colts have invested, you know, multiple decent round picks, second, third round picks into this group. And uh, I think for the first time, Derek, as I look at this group, I kind of see a group that has, I think, a little bit more multifaceted in the things that they like to do as opposed to years past, right? You have the bigger wide receivers, the guys that can go up, make the 50-50 jump balls. You have the guys that can, you know, help with the speed factor, you know, the separation factor. That was something you really struggled in last year. But Derek, talk to me about just this wide receiver room looking into the 2023 season. You have a new quarterback, you know, you have a new offensive play caller, you have a lot of new things. You have a couple new pieces. So talk to me about this position group and kind of some of the things that have happened from where it was last year to where it is hopefully coming into this year. Well, it definitely, I would agree with you probably is the most interesting group right now because there's a lot of different things going into it this year. Like you mentioned, there's new offensive coordinators calling things and working things out. Uh, you added a uh, new talent to this group and Isaiah McKenzie Josh Downs, who you drafted, and Brashad Perryman, who you've also gotten in free agency. So you've invested a little bit more time into getting this group where you're at. But still, Ballard continues to remind people that he feels confident in the wide receivers he's drafted and moving forward. 
So, I mean, we saw, I don't know if you saw it, Cody, but I remember seeing Dustin Adams bring up a tweet the other day that said that he had talked with somebody within the organization and that there's a certain wide receiver who has, you know, really been stepping up and has been doing a lot of really great things this offseason. And he's going to really shock people for as good as he has gotten over the offseason. And that wide receiver in question was second year wide receiver Alec Pierce. So it, it's an interesting uh, concept. Hopefully, in training camp, we'll see a little bit of that, you know, improvement that we are being told that he's displaying. But this is an interesting group, Cody, because last year the wide receiver group, for the most part of the year, Cody was, you know, one of the best things about this team. Ironically enough, I mean, it was. It was the best thing about this whole offense uh, for the majority of the year. Um, Even when, you know, we were having issues with Michael Pittman at the end of the year, you know, guys like Alec Pierce uh, were really stepping up last year. You know, the numbers weren't necessarily amazing for Alec Pierce in his first year, but Alec Pierce was a big contributor in a lot of those games last year. Alec Pierce was at the forefront of a lot of those comeback wins for the Indianapolis Colts last year. And that's something to be admired. Just ultimately, you know, what do you think is going to happen with this team and this wide receiver core moving forward? But I mean, all in all, I, I think most Colts fans are willing to accept that last year was just a result of really bad play calling and really bad play design and really bad quarterback play. And that could really help shroom up, you know, sort of the ill-advised concepts that were being ran by this wide receiver group last year. You mentioned Alec Pierce. I wanted to kind of touch on him real fast. You know, I did an article probably about a month ago or so kind of regarding like some players who I think it was a players who will thrive or whatever um, in the Indianapolis Colts system. Alec Pierce is one of those guys. And for the reason, because, you know, he was clearly far and away your best receiver in terms of vertical threat, you know, plays 20 plus yards down the field, things of that nature. You know, he, he really thrives on the 50, 50 deep ball, kind of those type of plays. And, you know, ironically enough, it's crazy because, you know, Shane Steichen's system, the things he's run in Philadelphia, you know, in different places that he's been, you know, when he's called plays, his offense has been, or I guess his quarterback has been top 10 about, I think it was every single year in chunk yardage, 20 plus yard plays. So that is, you know, fits like a glove into what Alec Pierce's game is. And so I do think he is due for a big year. You know, there was one point in the season, Derek, where Alec Pierce was on pace to actually break the Colts rookie receiving record like you know a few games in and that was with a few games where he barely got targeted at all so Alec Pierce while there was some inconsistencies there certainly was some things he needed to clean up you know more of the I think it was the separation like he was one of if not the worst wide receiver last year to do so uh, but he made up for it you know with his big playability down the field you know obviously we talk about that Jacksonville game that he won for you and Thought he had some nice moments as well where he didn't look like a rookie. Um, you know, um, definitely felt like he got better as the season went on. When he was targeted, he got more confidence. And that's going to be huge going into year number two. You know, it's funny. I feel like I've heard different people, even local media, say that, like, 
Anthony Richardson's not going to have, you know, a lot of help. He's not has a lot of talent. I got to just scratch my head at that because I'm like, what are you talking about? Like the Colts have literally invested so much in this talent, right? And just because it's not proven talent doesn't mean it's not talent. Like there is talent here, yeah. right? You talk about Pierce, you talk about Downs, you talk about McKenzie, you talk about Pittman. Like there's a lot of investment here. Just because you don't have that Jamar Chase type of player doesn't mean you have a bad, you know, skill group. I think it's kind of like some people think it's that way, but I just really don't. I think it's a young core, a young group that has some, some I think, pretty decent upside. And Alec Pierce, I mean, remember, the upside is one thing. I mean, remember, the first game for Alec Pierce ended up, what, dropping two touchdown passes in that first game against Houston? I mean, you know, there were he had a really bad first game and then didn't even get Mm -hmm. argued in the second game against Jacksonville. And then sure enough, you know, week three, he, he went out there and, you know, made some key catches down the field against the Kansas city chiefs, the Denver Broncos game. He had eight catches for 80 yards, three of them on the last drive to some circus catches to make it to where the Colts could move the down the field to score the game winning field goal. And then, like you said, with the uh, Jacksonville game, he, had the game-winning touchdown against Dallas. If it wasn't for the fact that the entire team just forgot how to play football, Alec Pierce was putting up freaking numbers, man. That man had three catches for 110 yards and two and two touchdowns. I mean, he was putting up numbers before the team just forgot to throw the football his direction. And yeah, you're right. It's It was kind of funny, too, because for someone who is... I remember what the word was about him, Cody. Last year, he was insanely unpolished right now. I mean, he was not polished last year. He's a guy that mostly ran go routes and was having difficulty creating separation by from receivers. That was the knock on him. And yet those were the things that he was able to do with subpar quarterback play and a terrible coordinator. I would love to see what he can do with a better coordinator who knows how to get a guy like that open. And on top of it, a quarterback that can actually throw the ball 50, 60 yards down the field where Alec Pierce, it thrives best is going and getting that. And again, remember he is athletic. This kid is a matchup nightmare for any corner that's guarding him. So it may not be great right off the bat, but Alec Pierce is going to be a good weapon for Anthony Richardson because he fits exactly what Anthony Richardson needs from someone as a deep threat guy that just says he could be the next Jamar Chase for Anthony Richardson, a guy that will just go get the 50-50 ball, man. Just give the confidence to go and get it. That's what Alec Pierce will do for you. And I mean, let's not act like Michael Pittman can't do the same thing. Cody, how many times... Did we see Michael Pittman moss people in 2021 when Carson Wentz was throwing the football to him? We saw him in Baltimore moss dudes. We saw him in San Francisco moss people. We saw him in ten against Tennessee moss people. Like, I mean, that was the thing. Michael Pittman in 2021 was that guy. He's able to do that same thing. It just was a it was just an issue of last year. The Colts didn't throw him the football more than 20 yards down the field. And that's just something that 
again, Anthony Richardson can do that for you because Anthony Richardson has to have that comfortability to just say in a one-on-one matchup with these wide receivers down the field, having to have confidence in your six foot four and six foot three wide receivers who both have 40 inch verticals to go up and get the freaking football because that's what the important thing is. So, I mean, playing to their strengths. And I think that you're right. Like the talent is there. It's just how much more talent is Alec Pierce going to unlock this year? And is Michael Pittman going to return to form? Because that was the big question was this year, last year, Michael Pittman seemed kind of lost last year. I don't know if it was just because the offense just gave up or he just lost confidence or if it, or if he really took a step back and that 2021 is the best we could get from him. I mean, it's truly a wonder of what Michael Pittman's going to be able to do. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think you, you know, you look at it, you say, okay, Pittman, he struggled for sure last year. It was not his finest year. There's no question about that. But also, yeah, I mean, you look at like who the Colts trotted out there at quarterback last year, and it's no wonder they didn't even have a single thousand yard receiver. I mean, they were throwing out random dudes at at some point. Like that's just what it was, you know? And so I think it's amazing how, you know, guys like Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman were able to even do what they did, you know, last year because it was just such a disaster in so many ways. I mean, people say Frank Reich's a good play caller, and I'm not mean. I feel like I've been trash on him. He was awful last year, just just terrible, just terrible. And, you know, wasn't getting guys open, wasn't doing great things. And, you know, he didn't have a quarterback that could do anything, even if he tried. He, he did draw up good plays. So, it just was like it was just all this huge disaster. And the fact that Alec Pierce was able to do what he did, you know, and nearly have 600 yards receiving, I think a minor miracle in certain ways. Like you're just like, wow, he actually like that's not bad for a rookie season, you know, like that's not bad at all. So I kind of look at it and I say Alec Pierce, you know, really with, you know, not really knowing the offense, not really knowing a whole lot. Um, coming in, like you said, kind of unpolished from his time at Cincinnati. Like I thought all in all, he played probably the, some of the best he could have played for, you know, that given that situation coming in last year. So I'm excited, like you said, to see him with an actual like legitimate offensive coordinator, like a Super Bowl caliber play caller, like just the things that they can unlock, the things that they can do. 
It's just things that you just didn't see uh, the Colts give Alec Pierce opportunities to do last year or Michael Pittman opportunities to do last year, right? Like Pittman's proven it, obviously, a little bit more having a couple more seasons under his belt. Like, so I just think there's, yes, they need to play better. There's no question, especially Pittman. But like, they just need to be given more opportunities to do what they do well, you know? And I think if they do that, it's a great chance for both of them uh, to really have nice, you know, you know, I guess bounce back season for Pittman and a good second season for Alec Pierce. And I just think these guys honestly have a chance to be a pretty good young duo in this league if they're used properly, which I think they have a good opportunity to be. But there's also other players as well, Derek. Like this is a pretty deep group, right? And I'm glad I pulled up um, all the different players on this roster because you know, you mentioned different guys like Brashad Perriman. I kind of forgot about Brashad Perriman. Like, there's just there's a lot of talent. Um, there's a you know, a lot of diversity in terms of skill set on this roster, and I think that's a great thing for sure. Um, you know, you you mentioned guys like Isaiah McKenzie, Josh Downs, more of those guys that are you know known a little bit more for their speed, known a little bit more for being shifty and kind of you know being able to take advantage of things in the slot and things of that nature, um, and. You know, you obviously have a guy like Ashton Doolin who's coming back, who has shown when given snaps and when healthy, he can be a solid you know, fill-in for whenever you need him to. But I really think, Derek, top to bottom, when you look at this wide receiver core, there's a lot of, you know, unique skill sets and a lot of unique talent here that I think is going to serve well and honestly complement each other pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, you talk about the newest addition in Josh Downs and, you know, it's a kind of a, uh, a unique player that's different than, uh, every other wide receiver that Chris Ballard has drafted before him. Right. We're looking at his right. When we were looking at the RAS score for Josh Downs, I mean, it was funny cause he was a what 8.99 and the only reason yeah, why 9. he was, 9. yeah, the only oh, wait, reason he wasn't a, uh, the only reason he wasn't high was due to the fact that he's five nine. I mean, that's yeah, literally the that's right. only reason why he's like that. I mean, everything else, like from a measurable standpoint, Josh Downs does everything else right, and you know, even Reggie Wayne said, you know, this guy I thought was the best wide receiver at the combine. You know, I really love his game. And I think that, and obviously Steichen seems to think that he's a wide receiver that he can put in his offense and can find great things with. And obviously we know him and Anthony Richardson got some really good chemistry right off the bat because they were throwing the football to each other in the parking lot of the freaking hotel that they were staying at. So, I mean, this is a, this is a great collection of young talent. It is, again, one of those positions where, the Colts just aren't investing a lot of high-end guys into it right now. They're trying to build it through their own. And it's just going to be one of those things where do we know is it going to pay off? And only time will tell when it comes to this unit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I do like that you have, especially like I think the Colts really saw last year that they really struggled, like I mentioned from the wide receiver core in terms of separation, right? And they bring in two guys that can really offer that. Like Isaiah McKenzie was really, really good at that. And then obviously, you know, Josh Downs is going to be probably pretty good at that as well, knowing him and just the ways that he's able to run and work. So I think it's good, it's good that the Colts are able to kind of change it up in that way. Um, 
you know, but you did lose Paris Campbell in the offseason. So, like, Derek, how do you envision the Colts? Because Paris Campbell, you know, his first really full season healthy, I thought he was probably one of the better receivers the Colts had last year. Uh, so how do you kind of fill that gap a little bit, right? Do you, is, there a, is there a single player that can do that? Do you have multiple players kind of play that role? Like, what are your thoughts on kind of how the Colts kind of fill the void that was left when Paris left in free agency? Yeah, um, I, I would imagine that guys like Isaiah McKenzie and Josh Downs are going to have to, you know, really fill that void. Um, you know, Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce, you know, neither one of them really did a great job last season of creating separation. But yet, I mean, it felt like, you know, Paris Campbell was the only guy that consistently was open, open. Like he wasn't just open. He was open, open. Like, I mean, I think they said at the end of the year, he was the 11th best wide receiver in the entire NFL at creating separation. Uh, And I mean, that's truly remarkable. And yet the fact that the Colts could not, you know, take advantage of that is what's maddening to me. So I'm glad that we're going to get a, supposedly have a head coach in here now that is going to actually be able to understand that sort of concept and tell his quarterback to get the freaking ball to the guy that's open and not just, you know, throw it to God knows who uh, at at any given point. So um, that would be great. Um, And that's going to be the loss. I know a lot of people, have given me a lot of grief and say like, oh, you know, like Paris Campbell, he didn't do anything. Yeah, because nobody was throwing him the football. Again, if you threw the football to him more often than he did anybody else, the offense might have actually moved the ball a lot more efficiently last year because the guy was open and it just nobody threw the football to him. So hopefully now we'll be in a situation where, you know, if the offense can, you know, maybe get more get more yardage out of it because I mean, we've seen Shane Steichen's offenses before take advantage of stuff like that. So that's all I hope. I hope Josh Downs and Isaiah McKenzie can fill that gap. Yep. We shall see. It's going to be a fun kind of thing to watch in training camp preseason. Kind of see how the depth chart shakes out. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully, Derek, we can get down to training camp to see that and be able to witness some of these guys in person. And, uh, yeah, if Alec Pierce is really – you know, impress the people the way he is. I'm excited to see what he can provide here in year number two. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about supporting that young quarterback, right? I think the Colts have a unit that can help out that quarterback if it is Anthony Richardson starting week one. So we'll see kind of what happens there, how they can utilize these different guys. And, you know, hopefully it it all works well. and These guys can grow together, but let us know guys, your thoughts on the wide receiver room, lots of players, some players we didn't even talk about as well that honestly, Derek, they might not even make the roster, which is crazy to even think about, you know, because they're guys that people, including us in certain ways, have been hyping up. You know, guys like, you know, talk about Mike Strawn. We didn't even mention Mike Strawn. Like, guys like that, you know, that'll be interesting to see. Do they make the roster? Do they do something? I don't know yet. So we'll find out. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, guys, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.